Hello, you are very welcome to Boys Podcast, hosted by me, Ashling Tobin, and recorded in the stunning Paradise Studio, which is, of course, tagged on my Instagram bio. Guys, you are very welcome to Season 2, Episode 2. Last week, I've got to be honest with you, I was... I was a little bit nervous. I was a little bit nervous when I was going back through and editing the podcast. I knew that I was nervous listening back to it because I do this classic thing when I'm nervous where I kind of stutter a wee bit and I repeat what I'm saying a lot and I do this nervous laugh, um, which I guess was probably natural after a little break. But today, for this week's episode... I feel like I got my mojo back. I'm back in the swing of things. You're very welcome to Boys Podcast. How are you? Episode two, protection. Guys, last year, when I released Led Down the Garden Path, I had an influx of people writing to me saying about their experiences. And I also had a lot of people writing to me on the defense. Not so much writing to me saying that the information was incorrect in the episode, but more so that they had done the things that I'd spoken about, like leading up people on, and what I spoke about in last week's episode. Kind of similar vibe, but that they didn't really realize that they had done it until they heard it verbalized. And in some cases, they said that they knew they had done it, but that they didn't really understand kind of how bad it was or how upsetting that might be to somebody else until they actually heard it back. So I'm going to go through a lot of what people from the enemy, (laughs) the other side kind of wrote to me because I think that knowledge and awareness is power. I think that if you can understand a situation, you can understand somebody's behaviour Um, And as I say, like with pain and everything, if you can root back to where it's stemming from, like knowledge is just power and it will give you the tools that you need to navigate a situation healthily and be able to move on and also how to approach dating and how to, I guess, gear yourself up for certain situations and know when to say enough is a fucking enough. Sorry, David, you're blocked. Goodbye. So... I had uh, a close guy friend of mine. I mainly, when I kind of talk about this, I'm mainly going to go back to what he said to me because while a lot of people wrote to me, what he said made the most sense. And I felt was what most of the other people were trying to get at when they wrote to me. So he's a good looking guy um, and he has no problem getting girls. Probably even admittedly to himself, bit of a player. But he had kind of wrote to me when I released Led Down the Garden Path and he had kind of said, everything that you spoke about in that episode, I have done. He was like, I have done those things. And I know myself that this friend of mine, I wouldn't be friends with him if he's not a good guy. He's a good guy. And he wouldn't mean bad on anyone or at least not like really bad, whatever, dating, playing a bit of game, but not, wouldn't be maliciously intended. So he wrote to me, he was like, I've done everything that you spoke about in that episode. But to be honest with you, it wasn't really until it was verbalized, until I actually heard it back from a female perspective, 
that I was like, fuck, it actually is really bad. And he also wrote to me and said that he kind of feels as though while his interactions with a particular ex that he knows that he led on really badly, he kind of said that he knows that he done all those things. His interactions with that ex didn't really have as much significance to him as they did to her. And he knew that at the time. So he was having all these interactions with her, meeting up, whatever, ghosting, going back into her life, all these kind of things. But he was kind of saying that while these kind of interactions didn't mean much to him and they were just kind of fleeting moments and all the rest of it, he feels as though they probably meant so much more to her and it wasn't until he actually heard it from a female perspective that he started to feel bad and he was like, fuck, probably shouldn't do that and probably should have called it sooner. But from what I understood from the situation was that he was kind of saying that they would have maybe like interactions where... Right, let's say, for example, there's a girl who's really invested in a guy and then you have the guy who's not really invested at all. Both of them stay up all night having a big DMC, have big DMC for the whole night, don't get any sleep, whatever alcohol is involved. The next day you have the guy who's like, that was random, stayed up all night, like chatting shit. Like, don't know where that came from. Anyway, And then you have the girl who's like really invested and who is trying to find reasons why the guy might like or dislike her. And she's like, oh my God, David stayed up all night with me. One night he must really like me. We had a massive DMC. We really connected. So I feel like he was trying to kind of paint that sort of picture for me. And I also feel as though in some people's defense, and I'm sorry to be girl, guy, it sounds like I'm not giving girls any credit, but I feel as though guys and girls, a lot of the time we are emotionally, we're built very differently, which is why I'm kind of speaking from a female perspective, because that's my own perspective. And that is the perspective of a lot of people that I've spoken to. So I don't mean to not give females credit or not give guys credit at that. It's just, I guess I can't speak about it in any other way. The other thing that I was going to say is, and it was only when I was writing this episode that it kind of shone a light on some of my own behavior in the past, is that I feel as though people can just get carried away in a moment. And if you have somebody, especially in the early stages of dating, who are trying to piece together pieces of puzzle, whatever, they're trying to build blocks as to gather an understanding as to whether the other person likes them or not, whether they don't like them, what their intentions are with them. While you're trying to gather this information, you can have somebody else who perhaps gets carried away in a moment, there's alcohol involved, whatever, somebody's just getting lost in like the romanticism of the date. Perhaps it's a little bit of escapism, playing a little bit of make-believe to a certain extent. And maybe somebody throws something out that they don't necessarily mean. It's just kind of attached to the moment. It's not really attached to the other person. So you have the other person who's like, oh my God, they have just said that I'm different to anybody else they've met. And as well, if you're somebody who is, 
you have the lesser hand in the relationship, whatever it may be, you're in the early stages. You're going to remember that. And again, it's like a building block. It's <laughs> you're adding it. You're adding it to the piece of the puzzle. You're like, they said this. They must really like me. And then if you take a few interactions over time, like say if you have like three to five interactions with this person, texting, meeting up in person, whatever it may be. And in those interactions, they've kind of thrown stuff out willy nilly here and there that they don't necessarily mean, or maybe they don't actually understand how much weight that might hold to another person. You have one person who's gathering all these kind of pieces of information, building these blocks, and they're amounting to viewing you as somebody that really likes them, that has all these intentions of having something with longevity with you. But in reality, the other person was throwing them out, not understanding that what they could mean to somebody else. And perhaps maybe even if they're aware of like them saying things that aren't necessarily true, they might not be aware of how many times they've done it. Because some people do, they just get caught in a moment. They just throw things out. And I will literally say this until I am blue in the face saying it. Well, I'm going to be moving on to another topic after this episode anyway. So I'm I'm hoping that I'm not going to be saying it again because I've said it a thousand times on this fucking podcast. But oh dear God, trust actions over words because actions will tell you everything that you need to know about somebody's intentions, how somebody views you, how much respect they have for you the kind of future that they intend to have with you, their intentions, everything. Actions will tell you everything that they need to know. Obviously, when you're on the first couple of dates with somebody, I know obviously if somebody says something, you only have their words to go by. But take everything with a pinch of salt until they actually prove their words to be concrete because people can say things in the moment, they can throw them out, they can throw them out to get something else from you, like, or... (sighs) they might just throw it out and just not realize that it could mean something so different to you. But if you look at somebody's actions 100% of the time, you will see what their intentions are and you can see how trustworthy they actually are. Because what happens quite a lot of the time, and I hear this time and time again with like even people writing to me when I released Led Down the Garden Path, and I actually, admittedly, I had this shit happen to me as well, where you're seeing somebody and then it comes to light that their intentions don't match up to what they said their intentions actually are. So you're in a situation where you're like, it's all blowing up. You fucking said this, that and whatever. And you clearly didn't mean any of that. And the other person is like, how could you actually think that when, well, first of all, they're probably like, I don't even fucking remember saying that. Jesus Christ. And then they're like, How could you possibly think that when we've only hung out, say, like whatever amount of times over this space of time? And this is a person standing in front of you that has let you down a million times. This is a person standing in front of you that on a good few of occasions, they've come around to your house for a couple of hours. Somehow you've ended up having sex and then they fuck off. So those actions, (laughs) despite what they might have said, speak volumes. You got to 
look at what people, how people act, observe how people act. It tells you everything that you need to know, especially when you're doubting somebody. I think I was saying on last week's episode, but I hear time and time again, again, going back to the building blocks, you'll have, I'll have like say somebody come to me for advice and they'll be like, yeah, but, but they said this and like their dog actually genuinely did need to be brought to the vet and this, that and whatever. And it's like, okay, yeah, fair enough. But what about all this other shit that they've done that you were speaking about 10 minutes ago? So let's just ignore like their word and all these excuses or whatever. They've also proven to you all these things by their actions when they've treated you like shit. So the other thing that I wanted to say is you cannot deny that Again, I'm generalizing and maybe this is just my understanding, but like scientifically as well, females and males are emotionally very different and we have a very different makeup. While I think, okay, over the years, yes, I've had so many girls come to me, particularly like my friends or whatever, and then just doing the podcast. And it's like, I can't believe that he did this and blah, blah, blah. And yes, I have seen guys treat girls very badly, but I've also seen girls treat guys very badly as well. It's not one-sided and I think that there's a gray area that needs to be highlighted that no one ever really talks about and that is the fact that we can a lot of the time communicate and understand emotion very differently so while maybe you have a situation where um, a guy hasn't treated a girl particularly well or has been very inconsiderate of her feelings and the girl is like I can't believe that he's done this to me. This is awful. How could anybody else put somebody else through this? And yada, yada. And you're looking at the situation. You're like, yeah, that is shit. But you also need to understand that from their perspective, they might not actually fully understand just how bad their actions were or how much damage their actions might actually have. And I'm not saying in, I'm not saying in a circumstance of like cheating or any of that. There's no excuse for that kind of shit. What I'm saying is when it comes to this kind of lighter stuff, like leading on and all that kind of stuff. I'm not saying that when a husband cheats on his wife that he didn't understand what he was doing. No. And I'm also not saying any of this kind of stuff when it comes to like this stuff like when I released that down the garden path, I had people write to me saying that they had people lead them on for like a couple of years and all this and some really bad stuff. Like there's no excuse for any of that. I'm talking about the kind of lighter stuff, like what I was talking about last week with your man who I was texting for like six weeks and never met up and he's asking me for nudes. It's this kind of stuff that I'm talking about, the kind of like surface level stuff, the kind of surface level interactions. If you kind of take into consideration that we have a very different makeup emotionally for maybe the guy on the other side, he might not actually understand just how hurtful an interaction might have with somebody else or how hurtful their actions might be or how, like, say, for your man that I was talking about last week, he might not have actually got how insulting or how hurtful it was for me to be let on for, like, that amount of time, which was ever, like, six weeks or something. And then, like texted and asked for nudes I would bring everything back to intent even when a friend hurts me so I guess I look at the situation and I'm like he didn't intend to hurt me as much as what he did he didn't intend for his actions to be as bad as they were he probably understood that they were a bit bad but 
I can't look at how hurt I am over the situation and look at him and think that he actually intentionally set out to do me such a dirty because he most likely didn't. And why am I shining a light on all this? I'm shining a light on all of this because I think that knowledge and awareness is power. I think that if you can understand what's happening in a situation, why somebody is acting a certain way, why somebody is treating you a certain way or understand their kind of perspective, I think it gives you the tools to be able to navigate a situation more healthily moving forward. It also gives you the tools to be able to move on a lot more quickly moving forward. And for me, say, kind of unraveling all this and shining a light on it, it also gives me the tools to know when to say enough is a fucking enough. Because if you're continually getting hurt and you don't understand their perspective, you don't understand why, you don't understand what what's happened, it's more likely to happen to you again and again. But if you can understand, okay, this is what actually happened, you're kind of, you have the tools to be able to stop it from happening to you in the future. And as I said, most importantly, just to when to say enough is a fucking enough. I was even listening to Caller Daddy and she was even talking about how for some reason, I think it is, it's a natural thing in dating where it's natural to want to love and to be loved. So it's easy to cling on to things people say because you want their excuses to be true. You want their lies to be true. You want the relationship to work out. You want them to really like you. But it does get to a point where you have to fucking drop the rose into glasses, look at the entire situation for what it is and say, this is fucking bullshit. They don't have any good intentions with me and I'm removing myself from this situation because it's bullshit. Even writing this episode brought my own awareness back to how I've actually acted in the past. So even awareness for ourselves and dating, because me writing these episodes, I am in no way saying I've never done anything bad in dating. Of course I have. And that's what I'm going to get on to now. This brought my awareness back to situations where I've been dating somebody or I've been on a date or whatever, like a first date, and there's been a little bit of alcohol involved. And even I myself might even get caught in the kind of romanticism of it you kind of get a bit carried away you're maybe saying to the person like while you're on the date like oh we go on our second date and there's a part of you that like knows that you're not going to go want to go on another one but you're drinking and you're having fun and you're getting carried away and then the next day you're like why the fuck did I say that I have no intention of ever seeing this motherfucker again I have definitely done that and then afterwards I feel really bad that's the other thing as well. I <laughs> I think that girls are more likely to have more consideration for somebody's feelings and time. So like I obviously the next day when they had texted me or whatever and asked, oh yeah, when we meeting up again, I've just like caught it there. Yeah, but then again, as I said, people who have been in a place emotionally or felt some kind of pain are more likely to empathize with people or not want that to happen to somebody else or have an understanding. But if you haven't felt that way, then you're less likely to, I guess, empathise. I've even noticed that myself with like life experiences I've had. If I meet somebody who've had similar things happen to them or like lost a parent as well, I immediately feel like there's an understanding between us because we've gone through the same thing or 
we've gone through the same process or I don't know, I feel like there's an understanding between us and I'll always, I don't know, like with them when I hear that they're doing really well, I like get really happy for them and all this. It's like, I don't know, maybe that's just me, but that's just because I can relate to them. This week's episode is a very short episode because I just wanted to wrap up on last week's and after releasing Led Down the Garden Path and last week's episode, I felt like I needed to release this episode because I felt like it was a little bit unfair to speak my truth when I had so many people write to me from the other perspective and they did have a point and I felt like it wasn't right not to not to talk about it and that's it for this week's episode I'm gonna wrap it up there as I say every week and um, if you're enjoying the podcast like please pop it up in your story uh please follow me on Spotify and Apple drop me a review and I will speak to you all next week bye